Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And we're sitting on top of Dan's big deck. Looking out here, just looking yep. at the vast expanse that it, it takes up this, uh, the amount of water space. I mean, the yep. size of your deck is just incredible, Dan. Well, if you go to my Instagram, you can check out my deck pics, or if you oh. uh, go now, you can see my dock pics, I mean, both of which are large and impressive. We've got like five people on, on Dan's deck here, and it's just amazing the amount of space we still have. Yep. Usable space, too. Yep. I mean, it's just... There's room to party here. There is room to party. <laughs> I mean, it's and it's so fresh and clean, too. I know. So who's your barber? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you when we uh, so if you don't know Mr. Putnam has moved into a new uh luxurious waterfront property here. We thought about changing the name to Rain City Rafts and being your you know your expert on anything latex here in Seattle. Uh you know, but uh anything inflatable or poppable we, you know we can help you. So <laughs> Well now that we've lost all our sponsors That's we should probably okay. mention them That's maybe. That's okay. So we are coming at you live. Unfortunately, still not from Drivers Club. We will be sh- hopefully soon, though, as restrictions lift. And we were suffering <laughs> yeah. coming from Drivers Club, but I don't know how much we're suffering anymore. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> so, good. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, our friends at Carter Subaru and Avance and Rainier Beer and Haggerty, of course. And Haggerty, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. Yeah, congratulations, Ashley, from Haggerty, by the way. Yeah. That's out there yeah, now, congr- so we can say it's, that. It's out there now. <laughs> People know. <laughs> it, uh, the world is sort of coming coming out, lack of a better word. Okay, that's It's fun. Seattle. Yeah, it's Why Seattle. Not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, starting to see, like, I ran into a traffic jam coming here. Oh, wow. Was, I mean, that was that's kind new. of interesting. So uh, people are coming out of things. Uh it's been an interesting time, but uh, I'm starting to see a lot more cars on the road. People are finally coming out of quarantine. I think that uh, so many project cars are starting to come off the jack stands and, and make their way out onto the road, which has been kind of interesting. I know for a fact I've been seeing s- uh, uh, some very interesting photos coming from the Drivers Club area uh, from their storage units of cars that are starting to make their way into the Pacific Northwest. Not like we don't have rare and incredible cars here anyways but there's some even even better things coming in here yeah so i i, I want to live here dan <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't suck oh, i was uh, enjoying the hot you. tub last night and yeah. watching the bats fly around and it's yeah, i'm really happy right now in your bat cave yeah yeah oh we have an eagle again yeah yep oh the eagle's back mm-hmm. okay yeah who knows Ed- eddie yeah eddie the eagle is that eddie. what we're calling yeah <laughs> it's a great eddie. movie by the way is it I thought so. Ah, come on. I don't know. Anyway. Who knows? <laughs> but, well, we got you all moved. You're settled in. Everything is done. Everything is organized. Everything's in where it's going to be. Um, yeah. Totally in charge of your space. All uh, of my movers have been guests on this show. That's, you know, that is absolutely true. So we it's had uh, Jared and Ashley were a big help, and Garov came, and his wife joined us, and then my friend Brandon, who broke his elbow <laughs> the night before Poor longboarding. Guy. I'll tell you. He'll do anything to get on moving. I know. It's just, you know. It, uh, but it was a, uh, it was a fun process. He brought nuggets. He did. I'll tell you, he's the only guy I know that breaks his elbow and then shows up with 120 nuggets, thanks to him and Viv too. So, <laughs> uh, ladies, if you'll look to your uh, your left, you got another one making an approach at on you yeah, right here. Yeah, here you go. So, Carl, we're all distracted by the Eagles suddenly. Carl. All right. Well, I've got a longer Carter Subaru Tech Tip of the Week this week. <laughs> Not as big as the deck, but it's ah, a big one. Ah, there it is. There we go. We're okay. doing it again. There we go. Um, yeah. So. I was talking to somebody as I actually I was looking back at a thread on Avance and somebody was showing a wheel breaking, a crack in the spokes actually, and that has happened to me before. And I want to talk about the differences 
between um, cast wheels, flow formed, and forged wheels. And flow forged is something that, one, you should just stop saying. It's a marketing term that certain companies use with forge in their name, but they don't make forged wheels. I just happen to have that brand on a C63, and it cracked the lip. They replaced it. I won't throw them under the, under the bus, but if you haven't figured that out, <laughs> you'll know who they are, and you should never buy their wheels. Is this a multi-piece wheel? No. Okay. So we can go into multi-piece, too, a little bit, yeah. but... So first is a cast wheel. Casts is what it is. It's what it sounds like. It's you put a bunch of hot molten aluminum in, you cast it into a press, out pops a wheel. They're cheap. They're light. Um, the problem is, is with any cast wheels, they're prone to breaking. They don't bend. They break. It's kind of American Racing series. Like they're cheap and easy to get. Correct. Yeah, and there's, yeah. there are good cast wheels out oh, there. Oh yeah, that's let's fine. Be, let's be clear. They're really light, um, and you can get like yeah, Enki RPF ones. I think the ones I'm thinking of. That's a real popular one for the autocross scene. And Anything then, on a stanced car. <laughs> yeah yeah keep doing that stance guys let's watch them crack instead yep. of bend yep uh, that always makes me laugh you ever see a stance car with with cast wheels i don't think there's any bigger recipe for disaster no. than that no because <laughs> they're not made to ha- handle that anyway flow forged is where basically the outer um the barrel of the wheel when it's when it's f- uh formed not forged is basically there's uh, it's a high-pressure cast, and then there's more material on it. They shave it away kind of like they would a forged wheel, but it's still cast. So you get a stronger wheel overall. But the problem is, and this is a very, very common failure on flow-formed wheels, is that this, the, bar- the center of the wheel is still cast. Therefore, it's weaker than the outer edge of the wheel. What happens is when you hit something and that outer edge doesn't break, well, that energy has to go somewhere, right? So it goes toward the center where it's cast, and then it breaks in the spokes. Okay. And so that's a very common... So sort of the weakest point. Yeah, it goes okay, to the weakest yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right, okay, right okay, down yeah. the spokes toward the hub, and they tend to break um, right above the hub. The, you know, the hub's pretty solid, so it's pretty thick. And then where the, the spoke is at its thinnest, you'll actually see it crack. Okay. And it's very common. They just do it over time, even. And forged, of course, is a giant, massive piece of 6061 or higher aluminum that's literally cut straight out of a solid block. I love watching those videos. Yep. Awesome to watch. Oh. And uh, because it's forged, they can bend. They can You can push them back. You can reform them. Um, and every time you have cast wheels strengthened, or a strength cast wheels reshaped like from a curb, they actually get weaker in that spot. So good thing to know. Um, okay. A little bit. Only a little bit. But like um, I was talking to Garov the other day. There's a big, which huge slam on Chevy. They should be embarrassed about this. All the C7 wheels are very prone to bending because they have 25 series tires. And so they bend all the time under normal use, not racing, just normal use. They're notorious for bending on the Z06 and the Grand Sport, especially not the regular C7s. Because you have narrower. no sidewall, pretty. Yeah, much, no right? sidewall, yeah. and they have a run flat tire. So the sidewall that they do have is super hard and stiff. Okay. And so it pushes all that energy to the wheel, and then it bends the wheel okay. all the time, like just normal driving. You don't have to be driving hard; it'll just bend the wheel from just well, our streets are trash here. Yeah. So well, they're everywhere now, but. Yeah. Happens on Mustangs all the time when they jump to curbs. Yeah, That's yeah, you hit a curb. Thing. It's a great way to yeah. bend a wheel. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. On the plus side, I'm, I'm going to talk about steel wheels real quick, too. So off-roaders, there's a reason they go to steel wheels a lot. One, they don't need to save the weight that much because they're not really going very fast. But also, when you bash a steel wheel into something, which you do a lot off-road, big rocks, you can literally just grab your heaviest hammer out of the back, knock it back into place, get it good enough, and you'll get out of that trail. Can't do that in either wheel. You can with forged a little bit but even then it's those are so strong that once they bend it's almost impossible to hammer them back you need machining to do it well you can get the bead on the tire you're good yep exactly yeah. so yeah interesting anyway that's all about 
wheels. We can go into multi-piece another time and the advantages. There's actually, you don't see a lot of multi-piece wheels anymore. The reason for that is, is they're so heavy. You see a lot that look like they're multi-piece wheels. Right. It's a look. That's, oh, I think that's worse to me. It's cast wheels with the screws like yep. stuck in them. Yep. I hate that look. But in the good ones, the, the screws are coming out. So you know, you know yeah. That, yeah, it's multi. It's yeah. interesting. Talk, I'll talk to the off-road guys a little more because I'd love to talk about beadlock too, which is a really cool in itself, and it's not just for off-roading. We need to talk, but, you know, and we've talked about it a little bit before. We need to talk and talk to some of our friends in law enforcement because there, I've noticed there's some, some, un, it's unclear in the world if it's okay to run a beadlock on a public road in Washington State or not. Yeah, I, I would love to find like a true beadlock. Yeah, a true beadlock. Yeah. Like, see. Like the the Ford Raptor and a few other vehicles, but yep. notoriously the Raptor comes with an optional beadlock wheel right from the factory. And when they mount the tire on that wheel, it's not beadlocked in. It has an optional beadlock. So it has a center channel for the wheel to ride in like a normal wheel. And then when, if you want to do some harder, hardcore off-road stuff. You can stuff, lock it down? Yeah, you can move the tire to the outside and then lock it between the bead and the outside of the wheel. Really cool design, but it's, only, it's also only a one-side beadlock. Interesting. So, but, yeah. Oh. We have another Carter Subaru yeah. tip of the day yeah, topic so that up we can the, go to. I figured that would be a fun one, though, since a lot of people ask about wheels. I and mean, that's obviously your high-level overview. Um, the best resource I found, I looked at a few, but it was actually Forge Line Wheels, who took a really honest approach that didn't read like marketing crap. Hmm. I mean, it's no secret. Forged wheels are stronger than anything else out there. That's why they're factory on pretty much every uh, supercar out there, if not if they're not running carbon fiber. So. Oh, God, those carbon fiber wheels on Koenigsegg. And, and even <laughs> the ones that on the GT500 or 350s are gorgeous. Yeah. I just, that, I, you know, the, the, what you run into there is when you hurt, when you hurt one of those, oh. you, it's a new wheel. You don't, you don't go down to, you know. Yeah, a lot of them will run like uh, a multi-piece carbon where the center's carbon or just the outer edge is carbon, so you can replace sections of it. They're cheap enough on the Mustang that you can replace the whole wheel. Um, and they're actually a really good wheel. I don't know if they're wheel. cheap enough, but well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess should talk about pricing before we sign off on this. So, the diff- like, an average forged wheel, like, a decent one, like, just say um, about a 1000 bucks a wheel okay, on average. I mean, they're going to go all the way up to, to like, 3000 as high as I've seen and as, as low as, like, some of the five to 700 range when you've got stuff that's made overseas and shipped here. But stuff made in the USA and machined here is going to be about a 1000 bucks, give or take 500 And finishing cost adds a lot to the cost of wheels. Interesting. So if you're doing, you know, anodizing or whatever else, it can go way up. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So anyway, Carter Super Tip of the Week. I wanted to talk about something briefly. We I don't know if we talked about it last week or if, if we have talked about it. Maybe my but um, if you don't know, uh, NBC Sports and Meekum did a uh, a one hour show on a very good friend of ours, John Otzbach. Oh, sweet. And and on his collection. And um, if you can find it, I highly suggest it because. John is a collector of Mustangs, but he has some of the rarest Mustangs in the world. Like yep. some of the first ones, it's a really cool documentary, and they actually take him in. They take you him. You take you inside his um, warehouse. So, oh, okay, but which is a it's a hidden location here in the Pacific Northwest. But uh, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I it took me a little while to find it because I don't have cable, but you can find it. It's a really cool episode to kind of see the inside, and it's not just he's not just a collector of cars. He's one of these guys that has the cool memorabilia as well well so that's always more fun yeah. when you find those guys so but yeah i'll i'll look forward if we can find it i'll post it up on the page sure. let people read it yeah. uh, click on it so yeah yeah well should we take our first break yeah let's take our first break okay grandpa what do you call this thing again it's a 66 ford bronco i think you got ripped off why is that honey it's got no wi-fi no usb port no bluetooth exactly i guess we'll just have to talk sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect 
Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. I mean, it's just the length. It just amazes me that she just... Oh, oh, we're back. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Appreciate that. The though. sunlight, though. I mean, and the fact that you can barbecue on top of your deck and under your deck. It's yeah, it just casts amazing. its own shadow. Well, as you know, <laughs> we don't have a lot of friends. Um, <laughs> mostly because of me. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Most of the time we ask people onto this show and they go, can Dan just be there? Like, no, you got to get both of us. So... <laughs> We reached out to a, a, a former guest, uh, our number one and only Rain City Supercars photographer, uh, Mr. Carl Noakes. Hello. How are you? We paid him with beer. We did. You no, know, it's good. It's good to be back. I mean, we've moved from your sort of little kitchen in Bellevue to Dan's Big Deep. I you mean, know. <laughs> progression. I mean, you guys have certainly You know, moved. a lot of people have said that about Dan and I. We've really grown. You so, have. So, I mean, that's yeah. the important thing. You know, yeah. it's just really... The size of our studio and things like that have yeah. really grown. But how yeah. you been? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I mean, this is impressive. I mean, eagles flying over during during mid podcast. Well, I mean, we're that big. Yeah. I mean, no. Joe Rogan doesn't even have eagles flying. He does <laughs> so, not. I mean, and he's I very American, but uh, we actually have the eagles. And I struggled <laughs> to grab my long lens at the time. But, oh, okay. Uh, ho- well, it's hopefully next time. It's a link <laughs> thing with you. Okay, good to know. It is. Um, it's all yeah, about the lens. Nice. Or the girth. Well, I mean, I have to say, uh, a lot of people, it caught on through Avance and things like that. We had a little bit of a uh, a Seamont Rally reunion uh, two weekends ago. We did. Two weekends ago. And um, we thought, oh, we'll just get into downtown Seattle. We'll uh, we'll sneak around. Nobody will see us. And we ended up on the Avance page within like an hour. People were uh, yeah. <laughs> figured out where we were and you, what we were doing. And you went viral. We did. But not for the reasons I usually go viral. No, so no. that's that's the good thing. So, but yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it was uh, before we even got home. We were all over the net. It was kind of it was it was a it was a fun experience. I mean, if and I said it last week, if you haven't had a chance and you like photography, go into downtown Seattle. I even think now it's, it's. I mean, go in on a Saturday morning at six or seven, you will get some great shots. It's a wonderful place to shoot. Um, you know, it all started with Fred Russell when he said, "Why don't we go and take a decent car down Seattle?" And yeah, catch, and, and I said, "Okay, I'll meet it's you." Too down. bad he couldn't find one. I right. know, right? And, <laughs> he, and he, di- he didn't tell me what car he was going to turn up in. We just arranged to rendezvous at a certain place. Sure. And he, he turns up in a 250 GTO. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have one of those? Hey, here's no, the most yeah. expensive car in the world. Let's yeah. roll that up. And take yeah, a photo. And, and then he goes, "Where shall we start?" So let's go get coffee. So we pulled about the original Starbucks. See. And this guy comes out and says, what year is that? And Fred goes, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, nice car. I don't think the guy realized no. it. It was like a... Fred's gotten cocky with that car because he's the only 250 on the block now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so they, the, that started the exploring Seattle. And then we, we got out with uh, with Kevin's new, is it Miami Blue? Yep. GT3. Yeah. That thing's pretty. Another previous guest, Kevin Beach, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and that worked well, especially around uh, Central Inc. with all the, uh, the Seahawks sort of banners so we yeah. did, did that and then we had we had you lot in the the triumph yeah up there oh look at you getting it right <laughs> getting it right it's not an mg yeah <laughs> it's been called worse yeah and then we had a big instagram battle between number of likes between the r8 spider and the uh the nsx who the, won that do you know do we have a winner we did one? have a winner the okay. N- the nsx pulled away at the end it was nip and tuck all the way and then the nsx t- Late, yeah, but, late in the day. But you know around here, everybody's got those R8s. I mean, they're just a right. dime a dozen, especially even in the blue. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like, I mean, you pull into Microsoft, it's just like R8, R8, Porsche, R8, R8. A lot so, of Porsches. That's a, a Microsoft Porsches. thing. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> so now, the two of us. <laughs> no, and that, that was funny. We talked about it last week, you know, um, with Carter super, uh, Carter uh, acquiring Acura, and they've got the new 2020. Uh, yeah. Or is, it, is it 2020? Yeah. Yeah, they got a new 2020. NSX, and we were talking about it, and then all of a sudden our good friends Alan and Tammy showed up with theirs, which is just... No, Axel lift, though. We huh? had to reverse out that alleyway, well, yeah. which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah. We had, like, eight cars in a line. That was some, my fault. Some alleyway with the back of... Post Alley somewhere? Pretty much. Yeah, it was at the end of Post Alley, there's a couple of really great alley uh, <laughs> shots for it. But the second alley down, the, the exit is a little tight. And yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. Happy birthday, birthday Tammy, spoiler. by the way. Oh, that's right, Tammy. Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. And Alexa. Yeah. 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 So we got all kinds of friends. that are, Everybody's born at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and then uh, not forgetting, we went down again this week to add to the exploring that's show. That's right. With Jason Tang. With, with a 720S, which went down well. You know, you got to feel bad for the guy. He's always out there taking photos of somebody else's car. Nobody ever takes photos yeah. of his car. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was nice of you to do. Oh, Good thank for you. you. Yes. I'll tell you a funny story. We're down Pioneer Square and like next to all the tents and, um, you know, little I think as you experience people coming out and having a having a quick chat. Yes. Wanted to see if you could help them get a cup of coffee in the morning. Yes. And uh, this guy came out of a tent and came over to me and said, uh, is that a McLaren? <laughs> <laughs> I went, yeah, it's a 720. He said, oh, I thought it was a 520. And then okay. he went back in his tent, which I thought was hilarious. But, um, <laughs> you can be homeless and still have a wonderful knowledge of cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when we were down there, we kind of we, we, we got we got absolutely mobbed um, by people. Um, only because we stopped outside the only open 7-Eleven on First Avenue where everybody was, uh, but, you know. I'm glad fault. you didn't get shot as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work as well when you've when you got a, people sitting there with a, an Audi R8, the, the Triumph, the NSX, and people go, do you have a dollar? <laughs> no, nobody here has a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> do we look like we carry change? <laughs> no. Oh, no. Nick. No. <laughs> I had change rattling in the round of the floorboard of the Triumph. I just couldn't find it. So, <laughs> no, it's become a series, the, the Exploring Seattle series. And um, we it's have one or two more potential yeah. lined up. But the city is getting busier. I noticed this weekend, 7.30, 8 o'clock, the city was coming alive again. We few, just have to get up earlier. Yeah, we do. Yeah. A few weeks ago, it was pretty quiet. So uh, I think people are starting to uh, want to get back to... Yeah, well, the days are nice and long now, though. you got sun a lot longer, so you can get some good shots really early if you want to. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're me and take an allergy medicine and went to bed at 8 o'clock last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was for the best. Lightweight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zonked out. Yeah. Yeah, and what highway, uh, State Route 20 is open now, right? It is, and I think uh, I saw that uh, Blake from Rideway Tire took the uh, his uh, Camaro ZL1. ZL1, yeah, the there. Rallista guys are uh, busy yeah. making routes for Rallista. Uh, like I said, no affiliation with the show, but really awesome to have a dedicated app just for drives. Obviously, I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, I noticed, uh, I do no want to point out, though, that 20 is open, but the Lodge is not. So you, there's, uh, what's that, Hit oh, Sun Mountain Lodge? Yeah. Yeah, that's still closed, and they don't have a to-go service, so the road is actually closed to get there. Yeah. And so is the road down to Diablo Dam, which is part of my route up there. That that's little road? Yeah, that little side road. Yeah. It goes to a gate. Awesome photos on top of the dam, though, sure. right in front of it, but you can't get down there. So it's still a beautiful drive, don't be wrong, but, you you know, you're going to have a hard, be a little hard-pressed outside of grocery stores to get bathroom stops in. Oh, so, dear. yeah, make sure you uh, go. I will actually say that when I did that, Three keep, weeks ago, keep an empty a lot of those places <laughs> are really good. They have bathrooms. They're clean. The gas stations are are and, and they're really uh, accommodating. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and gas was like two dollars a gallon. <laughs> so and you know yeah. what's happening this weekend? Huh? Pacific Raceway first Ooh, race of the on? season. Oh really? Yeah, I see CA and Sovereign. They've, do, they've done some improvements to that track, correct? 
Like, didn't they put, like, I thought they were putting up, they're doing a bunch of improvements to the track. I thought they, I saw photos. They, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they, they're building some facilities there, but the yeah. track itself was improved last well, year, I, saw, I think. I saw some crane ho- hoisting, like, a, a pass, or, like, a walkover over the track or something. Oh, Maybe that's was, that's the ridge. Oh, that's at the ridge. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw My fault. That's yeah. great that we have tracks we get confused, though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We have too many race tracks here. Said nobody so, ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been interesting with the COVID because uh, part of the social distancing and if you're lucky enough to get credentials to do a, a racetrack you're hiding in the bushes anyway yeah and but they limited it to three photographers for the whole event for the whole three days and oh. so i'm lucky enough to be one of those three congratulations yeah nice. so uh, i'll be hiding in the bushes for three days social distancing from everyone else like i normally do to when be i'm fair, hiding that's where in we the bushes found you in the first place yeah, yeah no, hiding in the bushes so. it's yeah. not outside of my bathroom this time and so that's no. a plus and i'm so grateful i mean i wouldn't be that's actually big. the reason we're not allowed to have any bushes around Dan's big deck because you'd no. be hiding in them. So yeah. No, I mean, I mean, it's such a progression to be Manscaped. on this big deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, what 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 is racing this weekend? What uh, what what series are racing? I, it's a good question. I don't know too much about the SCCA, but Sovereign's going to be all the normal big bore single seaters, Formula Ford. You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, he's the eagle again. I might have to grab my lung lens, so uh, yeah. apologies to the listeners if I go and grab my lens. Okay. They won't know. But <laughs> it, 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 it is a bucket list item to get an eagle, f- you know, fishing real There's time. two of them right o- over the lake right yeah, here. Yeah, I can hear them chirping. There's a nest right behind the house. There's, but oh, these oh, are bald is. eagles. Yeah. Oh, look at that, yeah. yeah. There's two of them right there. Oh, maybe three, well. yeah. What kind of podcasts talk about cars have eagles circling? Uh, the kind so that are going to get eaten later if we die. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Circling. Plymouth Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see how the, the well, weekend I think, goes. I mean, I didn't know that they had. So part of the social distancing is why they're limiting the photographers, correct? Apparently. Okay. F- to three. Okay. That seems. It. I mean, there's nine. Seems odd. It does because of all the. Then the drivers, I think, can only can't camp unless it's with a family member, so they can stay in their RVs. So it's going to be a weird dynamic. Well, it's a start, I guess. It is. That's what we need. Yeah, I'm all in favor of safety, but some of these rules seem really dumb. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. We're all going to go racing in these, like, Porsche RSRs and um, big block Camaros. But we're going to be protected from this little virus. Yeah. <laughs> and kill it with race fuel, right? You bathe in that. <laughs> yeah. Just dab a little on your neck. Exhaust. Yeah. <laughs> the exhaust will drown the virus. It's fine. So yeah. what... So it's interesting because over the over the winter, with especially with the lack of Formula One, I've been following a lot of the Formula One photographers on uh, Instagram, and the, some of them are just spectacular. So I've been like saving all these images and creating this sort of. Little, I want to take that f- image. I want to do this, this, and this. So I had this whole library of about a hundred sort of images I want to try and replicate. So. Uh, We'll just see how the weekend goes. I've been really enjoying your nature photos, actually. Oh, yeah. I really do. Like, they're really nice. It's just, you know, you, with being in the industry, you know, we follow so many car photographers because they make the events. Obviously, it's not a not a bad thing at all, but it's always nice to see what they're doing now because there's no exotics right now. There's no car shows to go to. So people are branching out more and getting out more and going on long drives and taking photos. And it's really cool to see. I love seeing that people posted in advance where they just go on random drives with, like, two other people. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, you know the the, the nature is interesting because we moved out to North Bend just at just at the turn of the year from Sammamish, and you know we got so much beauty on our doorstep, and like I've been watching all these YouTube videos like everyone else. What do you do in your, with all this time you have on your hands? So I like got about ten photographers that do nothing but forest and mossy trees and 
and then trying to find what their formula is. And so every day I go out with a goal of taking one image that I feel worthy of sharing. And it's, it's a challenge that is harder than it sounds. Carl, I've always been told, I mean, I've had this knowledge since I was a small child. As a photographer, you want to just find the background yep. and let the foreground happen. Yeah, you, you I, mean, I think I came up it. with that when I was probably yeah. three or four. I heard yeah. from Nick so, first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, <that> was, <laughs> he's a world leader. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why when he's it comes on the, to photography, yeah. And that's why he's no longer in his kitchen. He's <laughs> exactly, on this deck. Exactly. <laughs> yep, that's how I got on Dan's deck. <laughs> <laughs> that's progression. No, I mean, truth, uh, all joking aside, I learned that from Carl, but... Uh, um, it, it is incredible. I mean, you don't realize it while you're driving through here, the nature that we have and the, the cool little places that you can find. But are those, how far are the, some of those photos? Are you actually walking from your house or are you finding Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mount Sizer are like a mile away. Yeah. So, um, and it's been chaos. It's touristville at the moment. And the, there's this Instagram page or website, Instagram, uh, North Bend Rants and Raves. Okay. The amount of rants on there at the moment around all the Seattleites coming into our little country <laughs> town and like spreading the germs is incredible. Like, it's, go back uh, to your city. We don't yeah, want to. Yeah, totally. It is. It's like you go back people. to your city. Yeah. Can, yeah, we, can we reintroduce wolves yet? Yeah. I, I think like North <laughs> Bend. North Bend of like great athletics. One case. You know, yeah. it's like we're in this sort of. Yeah. You can only get there two ways, like past Snoqualmie Falls or down the I-90. We should just close them off. Hashtag, can we reintroduce wolves again? <laughs> <laughs> I like Dan's idea. Yeah. More wolves, more cougars. Yeah. They're good for the environment. I was going to yeah. say. And for I, runners. Not that it's necessarily something we do, but I think NASCAR's coming back this weekend. Like Maybe. Yeah, I, I believe they're starting back up again, too. And They've been doing virtual races, which if you haven't seen is kind of interesting. Yeah. Because so, they all have racing simulators at home, and they've been racing. So. This, this the one that just come around in circles. Like yeah, another left hours, turn. And hours and hours and I would, hours. I will watch. I've said this before. I will watch a NASCAR documentary about the setup of the cars any day. I yeah. love that stuff. But I can't get watching the races, I don't get. So. Yeah, and there's some Formula One coming back with, like, doubleheader in Austria, then a doubleheader at in the UK at Silverstone, so they get four races in a month under their belt or something. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Pretty imminent. And then you get all the driver changes. I'd like to see the lap times from the first and the second race at Silverstone, if they actually get faster on the second race. I wonder, like, once they've had a, a race under their belt to really study the track they're in the same season. Are they, in brand, are they in brand new cars, obviously, every year, but what there, is there a big change this year or is it coming no, next year? No, it was next year, but yep. they've delayed it a year, I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're just well. getting the same old, same old. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You're right, Carl, though. I want to I talk about that, too, about driver changes in F1. That's big. Yeah. There's some big – I mean, you're kind of an expert on that. What, what's been happening? Well, I – you know, the Vettel ones, uh, I think, you know, four times world champion, couldn't agree a pay deal. I think, you know, going out, going out in the high yeah. is the right thing to do. Is he going out or is well, he going somewhere else? The interesting – I, I was listening to Martin Brundle on this, and he, he had a good insight. You know, Vettel's a deep intellectual thinker, and they think he'll come back as a race team or probably a team principal. Okay. And mm. some of the money's on him coming back and running Aston Martin when they re-enter the sport as a, as a full-works team. If they exist. Yeah. The, well, yeah. Yeah. well, they have all of, um, what's Lance Stroll's, not Lance Stroll, his father. Oh, the Canadian? Yeah, he's he's just bought Aston Martin. Yeah, but I mean, I heard even with that there could be some issue. I mean, even... Well, I think so, but I think I think the view is that <coughs> Aston Martin will enter Formula One in a full race team, and that Vettel could be groomed to be the team principal. Okay. And then you that'll bring some sponsorship bucks right there. Yeah, you yeah. compare that with like Lewis Hamilton when he retires, he'll just be off living his best life, and you know you'll never see him at a racetrack again probably. But then you have the movement of Carlos signs to Ferrari, who's a great number two to uh, Charlie. Okay. Um, and then the the big question is is who will take the works drive at, at Renault? 
And is Alonso coming back? That's the big oh, question. Yeah, right? yeah. Because we if he comes back, he's going to want a full works drive. And then a Renault financially capable of giving him a car that can uh, put him at the front of the grid. That's actually something I um, we could define that a full works drive. We, I've heard that thrown around a lot. Yeah. Could you explain that in your layman terms, please? Well, it's the manufacturer's car en engine and chassis is all paid for by the manufacturer. Okay. Yeah, it's not okay. an independent team using a... It's not Red Bull. It's not... You it's, know, yeah. coming, it's, it's, it's coming Mercedes from the... It's Mercedes. Mercedes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Renault, it, Renault. Yeah. It, yeah. Ten, it tends to be the access to the best expertise, access to the right level of financing. They're in it to create a brand. They're not in it just to make money. You know, there's, a bigger, there's a bigger goal. So there's not many works drives around. Ferrari, Renault, Mercedes. So yeah, I think Who's that's it. Right, McLaren, McLaren don't use. No, they use yeah. Mercedes engines. Yeah, yeah. Of your opinion, let's let's cause some controversy here. What's the best F1 team out there? It, I mean, when when it, when you you think of F1, I think to the to the layman person, you always think Ferrari. You think Ferrari wins F1 every year, and they don't. I mean, and or Mercedes, obviously with with Hamilton. But who, where do you where do you think the best team and best driver is? Well, you know, there's a lot of emotion around Ferrari, but I think Ferrari have a mindset that is all about it's all about the engine. You get the best engine. I don't think the world's moved on. It's all about the chassis and um, and then the precision and the execution. That's why I think Mercedes okay. have got it nailed and probably by Red Bull. Ferrari have to learn that it's it's more than the just the most powerful engine. Fair enough. But okay. that's that's part of their culture. Yeah. It's kind of funny to think that now. Power isn't much these days in cars in general. Anybody out there, any manufacturer out there is pushing 500 horsepower and something. Which at the time, I remember being in high school, that was <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. 500 horsepower was race cars only. You didn't get that in a street car. Now it's like, well, now this car is an attraction. That's, that's, it's the chassis and it's sorted. Because if you can't put the power down, you can't control it. It's nothing. Yeah, there's a, there's a, new, uh, there's a new podcast just started in the last couple of weeks, which I'd recommend that your listeners listen to. It's called F1 Nation. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's like the, these guys who run it, I forget the guy, he's Tom, um, is he Tom Cavendish? They've been around F1 <coughs> for 30, 40 years. They know everyone. And they get on the podcast, and they just ring a driver up, or they ring Ross Broad. And Ross will, <laughs> Ross will just pick up the phone and go, hey, Tom. And he goes, yeah, we're, up, we're live on the podcast. <laughs> Ready, talk. <laughs> but the insights that they bring are just incredible. Um, and it's well worth listening to. I think they're on like their third podcast, but it's going to grow. They, F1 Nation? F1 Nation. Cool. Yeah, yep. it's a double act, just like you guys, except they're uh, funnier than you. Yeah, and huh. um, most people are. And they know more people than it's you. It's because I'm compensating with my deck. The one yep. thing that you have advantage, you have a bigger deck than they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and decks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and we've talked about it before, but if you haven't yet, go on to Netflix and see their F F1 series. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, two, both seasons are excellent. Um, it's, an interesting, it's a different perspective of, of viewing F1 than just viewing it. My, on TV. My favorite character from that second F1 is the guy that runs um, Haas. Yes. Oh, man. That, he yeah. just F-bombs everywhere. Yeah. He's become <laughs> he doesn't a, care. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's, he's become a cult following. Yeah. And when, they, when these two drivers uh, crashed into each other... He wasn't real happy. He was not. That yeah. episode is just worth a watch. He yeah. just, like, rips into them. And uh, like I said, it presents a different side of F1. You you know, you usually yeah. you know, most of those series go in there and they go into the engine shop at McLaren and they show you how they as much as they can show you. But this, they're showing you some behind the scenes stuff. Is just it's kind of interesting and some of the thought process into, you know, do you do you go after a driver? Why do you go after a driver? It brings humanity to yeah. the sport, which yeah. is, 
I don't know, a lot of Formula One stuff is so technical that they lose a lot of people in it. When you bring the humanity, the human side of it in, and you can see the real people and real drivers versus just machines moving. It's yeah. better. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. And they're all getting into these uh these simulate these virtual esports now, which is and Lando Norris is I think is is it Lando Norris? One of one of the guys is like killing it. Like he's beating all these kids in the simulators online and uh Well th- I mean that's been a huge thing. Like I mean what is it? PlayStation and, and Nissan. The Grand Turismo series. They Xbox, picked Xbox. they picked a kid to race in their car off of the off yeah, of Grand Turismo. He won, and he did really well. Yeah. <laughs> Find that story is really cool. Yeah. It's, yeah. But I think that's interesting. I mean, I I wonder how many Tens of hundreds of millions of dollars have been saved by taking buying a, a million dollar simulator and putting your driver in instead of shipping a car around the world or, yeah, you know, in every sport. You're, we're seeing it in off road and in everything, NASCAR obviously and all that. It brings so. you back to the you know when we hosted Derek Bell um, <laughs> and we took him to uh, Turn Ten Studios and put him in the Forza rig and gave him a lap around Le Mans and he was like talking to the chief engineer on on Forza going, car didn't handle like that there. <laughs> Said, yeah, got, what do you know? You got, you got a little bit more understeer, and it should be a little bit more oversteer. And Helen Hartman, who's the studio manager, just got his head. He said, it's for kids, Derek. It's not for <laughs> professional race drivers. And then this the, is wrong. Uh, uh, you know, and then you know, and then you know, Derek's saying, "Well, when you hit the kink in Bolson Strait at 240 miles an hour, you have to loose the steering wheel because yeah. any movement on the steering wheel, you're going to crash." And do you think? He loosed the steering wheel at 247 miles an hour to Whee! go through it. <laughs> that, was the safe, the air. that was the safest way of getting yeah. through the Molson straight. You know. And how many times did they do that? Like 200 times? Yeah. yeah. Insane. He was by far one of the most interesting people I've ever talked to. I wish I could get him on the show. I mean, I get talked talk to him in person thanks to you, but man... That was one of the best days ever. <laughs> think about having to come up with that. Like, I think I'm going to take my hands off the wheel and see if anything goes better here. <laughs> just uh, uh, <laughs> to your fingertips. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just let, just let the car. Well, that was a 917, right? The, yeah. Yeah. And then in, in the in the simulator, the um, he was coming through Le Mans and he hit the brakes. Because it's a full-on simulator with all the hydraulics and whatever. And the engineer was saying that's the hardest pressure they've they've recorded of any driver and they've had all the NASCAR drivers. They've had, was it Kyle Busch in there? Yeah. And Derek Bell, in all his aging years, put the most pressure on the brake pedal <laughs> than any driver they've had in that simulator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Derek Bell does not skip leg day. No. Even yeah, at no. 80 or whatever. No. <laughs> I don't think he needs to. He's slowing down race cars. Yeah. yeah. But it just makes you think, right, when you see all these guys in the eSports, that this, they're not just playing around. This is serious stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've joked about it. I mean, <laughs> if, if, as a kid, we had, and I've said it before, the far side, the, Gary Larson did a thing where it had a, a kid sitting in front of a TV controller, and the parents were looking at the wanted ads in a, in a magazine that said, wanted, make a million dollars a year playing Nintendo, and everybody thought it was the funniest joke in the world. So Yeah, and yeah. everybody's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a <laughs> now real Now you're thing. on the low end of yeah. esports yeah. if yeah. you're yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 I was pretty good at Mario Kart back in the day. <laughs> we all thought we were. Yeah. I, I was good at that, the frog crossing the road. What was that? Frogger. Frog? You mean Frogger? Was it Frogger? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Over where you grew up, it could have been something. Toter? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was Frogger. Cross the street to the pub with the frog. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Sure. I yeah. Mean, boy, what, what a different What should we talk about now? I don't... I'm, you know, I was just thinking about that. I'm, I'm se- sitting here getting a wonderful tan. Yeah. Um, well, you know. I should have brought some sunscreen. I, I mean, I... Great you know, problems. <laughs> I, I just went... You know, this time last year, we were deep into the excitement of Seamont Rally, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, 
I'm having a hard time with that right now. It's uh, places I want to go. Hotels aren't open and they're not taking reservations or you're not allowed to go. Uh, this is actually a good thing to talk about. So one of the things I really love doing is taking when I'm going south anywhere, I want to go through Tahoe. It's just a beautiful drive. You go around the lake. It's be- gorgeous blue. There's great viewpoints. Yeah, Tahoe's closed. And if you're not there as a resident, you will get a ticket, a very, very fat ticket, in fact, um, is because if you are, don't live there, you're not welcome there. Thanks, California. Yeah, we, <laughs> you we got to go to the Nevada side. You're fine on the Nevada side. We would actually go to go down Anything's to good in Nevada. <laughs> the, or- the Oregon coast next week, take the dogs for a run on the beach. Uh-huh. And we had to cancel because even though the Airbnb, you actually can't leave the Airbnb. Yeah. And there's nothing open. Mm-hmm. So why do I want to drive down the Oregon coast to stay in an Airbnb? With two dogs that want to go and run on the beach, nowhere open. Yeah. Crazy times. Yeah, it's it's weird. So it's making it very hard to finish planning our rally. That's for sure. Cause, like, we can go around Washington, sort of. Go around Montana's open for the most part. They uh, don't care. I'm excited, Dan, for to go to go east. Oh yeah. Oh, the uh, route is the route is planned, Carl. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm hearing rumors. Yeah. Um, you know, That's maybe, the way we we put them out on the maybe internet. I didn't may, maybe I didn't make the cut, you know, but um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> only our preferred photographers <laughs> yeah. make the cut. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, bucket list for me is like Yasper National Park, Yellowstone. You know, those that that we have to ask. Even if we had to go to REI and bulk buy a bunch of tents. I was going to say, Jasper is by far more beautiful than Yellowstone. Yellowstone, you'll just leave a little angry at anybody in an RV and anybody who's yeah. not from here who can't drive at all, but still found a car. It, it may end and up being... And we go to Canada as well, right? New Year- there's part Maybe. of that. There's, and Glacier. There's also, Are I've, you allowed to go to Canada? Not right now. <laughs> no, I'm talking about him, oh. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Probably I'm, more than I'm we probably are. Probably more allowed than you yeah, are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still buddy buddy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're still part of the Commonwealth in some I'm, degree. I'm wondering <laughs> if it's going to come down to the point. We're going to schedule Seamont. We're just going to schedule the hotels like a week before. It's like we're coming. Yeah, yeah. Let, why don't you change Seamont to Montreal? That's that's fine. Well, just well, so it, because. Yeah. yeah. Driving to Montreal is great and then absolutely terrible and you want to die and then you're in Montreal. <laughs> good beers, though. And yeah. Good, good, good city. It's like, hope you like Saskatchewan because <laughs> it never ends. Trust me. What's the, there's a big city up in Canada after you pass the, the, the shoe swap it, and it's on a lake. I, I, I think the Daily Driven dot, exotic guys talk about it all Where? the time. Where? In Canada. Uh-huh. You get past the shoe swap and then it's, it's east of there. It's still in, I think it's still in British Columbia. Kelowna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelowna is supposed to be a nice drive. Because uh, Kelowna's a big city. Well, but... Well, there it is. Think about it, though. You've got... You've really, you've got Vancouver and then Calgary. Yeah. yeah. And then nothing in between. Yeah. And so, in, that, in those terms, you've got, like, Kelowna and Revelstoke, is, and then, what, Salmon Arm, and that's yeah, about Salmon, it. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I was in Salmon Arm, like, two years ago. It's kind of an interesting little town. Yeah. yeah. Great it little, yeah. could be a good ride. Oh, yeah. it is. Um, the, the problem is, tell me about going to Canada. Is Canada's not like here, where you have, like, here you have a 50 different ways to get to the same spot. And those 50 different ways might be amazing blacktop and roads and 20 different ways to get there. There, it's like, no, you have one, and then you have one and it's just major highways and tons of forest service road in between. There's, We're just going to follow the moose path through the trees there yeah, and go to the next city. Like <laughs> the, a back road through the eastern side of BC and the western side of Alberta is like you better have low range lifted truck, skid plates, and a winch because uh, you're not going to get there. Your, por- your Porsche will be fine. Yeah, I, you're fine. Four wheel drive <laughs> <laughs> on steel wheels. Yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> 
We could, we could put a winch on that car, on your Porsche. We're good. Yeah. 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 Oh, we've still got the dilemma of the next daily driver. Oh, right. you oh, have oh, some decided? That's going to be crowdsourced, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I think this show, being supported by Carter Subaru, uh, suggests you buy a Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I spoke to the man himself. Yes. And the soup, the Outback XT. Yeah. He drives that himself. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And, uh, yeah, that seems to be the one. Well, there's that also car- Carter Volkswagen and Carter Acura. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't think the NSX will work with two 85-pound Labradors. You don't know until you try, Carl. You c- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. If I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I see an NSX with two black labs hanging out one side, I'm thinking that guy's cool. Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> that, 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 that Outback XT, the, especially the Onyx edition, Oh, that, I, I told yeah. you it ruined. I was I was going to keep my cross track. I loved my cross track. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. But and then, Mr. Carter gave me one of those for a weekend, and I absolutely loved it. It was yeah. the best car. You oh. know the only downside. Okay. You look like everyone else. That's true. That's the only thing. I think we can pimp your ride and make sure. I it do. Doesn't. I so need. I yeah. need. Um, what's yeah. his face from Gorilla Mad Raps to? Oh yeah. To do Troy. something to it. Troy. Right? Oh yeah. Troy. Get yeah, Troy man, on yeah, it. Believe yeah. me. Oh, we yeah. can easily do some lifts, skid yeah. plates, winch. We can get that thing. Yeah, Nick keeps sending me texts with all these <laughs> Instagram pages of lifted, outrageous Outback XTs. Pretty and much. And then your citizen chip, we can put a gun rack in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the one thing I've not seen in the Subaru is a gun rack. That might be an interesting Really confuse yeah. some people in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Crosstrek might actually be a decent option with the new engine, the 180 brake horsepower one. Yeah. That's the only thing that's lacking in the Crosstrek is the, is the horsepower, really. Yeah. I oh. mean... I just want an STI version. Yeah. Oh, man, that would just... Wouldn't that be fun? Well, just put that 2.4 turbo in the Crosstrek. Oh, yeah. Um, there's, uh, there's a place in Canada that does it. In Canada, there we go. Yeah. You just have to come up with the engine and the drivetrain, and I'm sure it's just a simple swap over. <laughs> totally. So Yeah, so I'm, mull- I'm mulling over the uh, the Forerunner, but okay. Dan said it's an 11-year-old truck. It um, is. Dressed in a princess's clothing. That being said, though, um, Stu from Stu's Garage just picked one up. And yeah, I was talking to him. Loves it. Yeah. yeah, until I told him it was eleven-year-old chassis, then his face <laughs> dropped. Let <laughs> <laughs> me you take your joy away. And then you've got the, you know, the Ford Ranger Raptor. Is that a thing? It got delayed a year to twenty twenty-one oh, now. Man, yeah, and that, it, yeah, that's high on my list too. Eventually, because the, the, yeah. the, the Ford Raptor is so big, but the Ranger Raptor is still large. It's, it's, you know. A good-sized truck, and it's narrow enough to where it's not an absolute nightmare to drive. And then, you know, back to those Nature for YouTube videos, there was a, there's a pretty famous uh, photographer down in Oregon that does all of this nature stuff, and he's just bought that, is it the Chevy ZR2 truck? or is that one? The Colorado ZR2. Yeah. Yeah, and you get the Bison edition oh, with everything. That's, 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 that thing's nice. That could and be you can get a diesel. I was, yeah, I was wheeling with, with our buddy Brian uh, from... Brian uh, Elich, yeah. Brian Elich, and, and a couple of those guys had those diesels. Good trucks. Yeah. So what's, really that, what's, what's that? The ZR, the Colorado ZR2. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That looks pretty decent. Yep. It is. It's a nice setup, and it's more like I said. It's one of the only ones with a diesel. It's it's not quick by any means, but you can get that eight-speed auto in it, which works really well, or ten-speed, ten-speed in the ZR2. Yeah. Yeah. So but that's one mulling over. You know, the Subaru, the Forerunner's off the list. Yeah. And I, uh, I mean, I like them. It's just I. I and I hate to say this it makes sound, but I remember when you could buy a Forerunner for like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> well, that Forerunner, they used to have that factory supercharger option, which it should have never been without because yeah. it's a gutless, gutless truck. They they'll go anywhere. Don't get me wrong. It's just that every time I'm driven one of those, I'm like, this thing needs not. I don't want it needs another hundred horsepower. Yeah. And it's just because it's heavy. You know, it's it's a truck. 
Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a truck guy, but maybe I could throw a canopy on the back and it become a... It gives you know, a lot of usable space. Yeah. It really does. Like, Why, it's, why do you need a canopy? Because I've got two dogs. Yeah, a yeah, canopy with a pass-through? Yeah, yeah. But, if you, but, but if you get if you get the four-door, I mean, you, the dogs can go in the back. The canopy, I mean, we can do a full rack and, and rooftop tent and... Uh, there you go. <laughs> Have you seen those? Uh, <laughs> we're running low on time here, but yeah. for the off-road guys out there, I've been eyeballing these things, these aluminum cabs that they're a pop-up tent yeah. Yeah. built into it. Yeah. And so you get a hard... So the problem with tents on top is they're usually covered in like a vinyl thing. Mm-hmm. And we, inevitably, you get here is mold. We're just yeah. we're in a wet state. No matter what we get, even on a perfectly beautiful day like today, it's going to get dew over the deck at night, and it's going to get you know that that gets under. That's your tent. what it happens, molds. Shauna. Your deck gets mold. You ever seen a big deck with mold? <laughs> it's like an old growth tree, just yeah, like a redwood I'll in California. Three hundred <laughs> foot tall. Three hundred foot tall deck with mold. <laughs> so. Anyway. Eagle circling. Yeah. So they have one though that gives you a full path through to the cab, the the tent on top, no mold issues, yeah. and a perfect place for dogs because when you when and you, you can crawl in from underneath. You can crawl yeah. in from underneath yeah. exactly. So you get a really nice setup. They're yeah. not cheap, but they're worth it. You know what my ideal would be? Hmm. One of those, a sprinter van fit, yep. fitted out. Not one of these when it like looking like an IKEA showroom no. inside, but one that is just kitted out to get the bike in there, get the dogs in there. Enough to get you coffee in the morning. I'm gonna. I'm it's gonna easy egg. to do with money. I'm yeah. gonna send you a <laughs> I know, website. That's the girl. thing. They crazy money. I'm gonna send you a website of some. My mother's been building these in uh-huh. to much regret of my father for years, and she found a company. I think it's in Ohio that does this, and they. These are the the premium things. Like you can have the area for your dogs, but then you can have luxury bedding. I mean, it's it's. Well, I don't need I think luxury. Earthromer has a well, yeah, that's. <laughs> you, you Who'd be dumb enough to buy one of those? <laughs> you I just go back on YouTube and I just, just search for van life. There's yeah. a whole oh, yeah. world oh, yeah. out there. I mean, yeah, people living off the grid. Yeah, I can understand yeah. that. Some of those YouTubers are not living off the grid. I know, because like, I'm on YouTube. Oh, let me get this yeah. right. You're living, you're living <laughs> off the grid, yet you've got this laptop. You're producing all this stuff, and you know. I think it's called living without taxes. Oh, that's that's it's what it is. Yeah. It's called tax evasion. Living off the tax grid. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, all right. We need to take a break. Yep. Okay. We'll be right back. All right. We spend an average of eight hours and forty-one minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. And we're back. Leave me Um, alone. (laughs) Don't touch me. Hey, you got on the deck. You know the rules. This is my no-no square. <laughs> you got, you no, got, no, don't touch me there. You got the same sunglasses that Dan had. I, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It's like you know, they, they a lot Amazon of people ones? think we're the same people, so it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> you should send the link out on Amazon. I'm sure someone would buy them. I'm sure somebody would. Are those blenders? I, yes, they are. Yeah, <laughs> they are blenders. That would be uh, Chrissy from. I have lost. <laughs> I have lost like three of these in the last week, uh, like broken or something like that. But um, we want to talk about our major sponsor. Uh, uh, Avance. Um, this week, uh, the, you're going to miss some of the, this. Will come out afterwards, but they they, they had uh, virtual tech sessions this week with uh, Northwest Crafted Interiors. They did a tech session uh, with detailing with Grio's Garage, um, and I think the next one coming up that you'll be able to actually tune in to if you're an Avance member, and you should be, is uh, do you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, I can barely read as it is. Give me that. <laughs> uh, May 26th, they're having the Avance virtual tech session, track tips with uh, Paul Blake. And then, yep. um, unfortunately, it looks like they, they were they were going to do their ladies' drive, but I think it's been postponed right now. It was yeah. supposed to be the 30th. Track so. tips with Paul Blake. It's that, funny. It's so weird. Worth a listen. You talk about being next to a famous person. Like, I'm looking on the Avant site, and for the ladies' drive, there's some little short girl. And then I look over to my, my right here, and there she is. Hi, Amanda. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, Amanda's here with us, too. So she's, you know, we brought driver's club to us. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hi, Doug. So, hi in, Doug. A, in a social distancing <laughs> in a social sort of dist- I mean, she's six feet. Ish. <laughs> well, c- compared to her height, she's six feet away from me. So that's the way we work it. We look at it. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, swallow. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are it's swallows around my deck. It's a bird. It's a bird neck. It's a bird neck. Well, I, it's multiple okay. swallows around multiple my deck. Multiple swallows around Dan's deck. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good to know. Um, it's the only thing that's welcome. We are. This is going to get so like. What, what do we get X'd on on <laughs> iTunes or whatever it is? So. <laughs> Just so we're clear, we have been saying the word deck, D-E-C-K, Dan's deck. And duck. And duck. It, so, it's good for We saw su- some ducks. We saw some ducks off of Dan's dock and while well, from his deck. It's going to be the most popular episode ever. I'll tell you. <laughs> All on the keyword search. Oh, I'll tell you. Every 13-year-old boy is going to be laughing hysterically. That's I'm one not, of the best <laughs> things I love about this. Like, I'm not sure it's your demographic, but you're going to have good viewership, listenership. Um, Amanda calls me this week, and she's like, I'm, I'm listening to last week's episode. I'm laughing so hard, and I'm like, oh, why? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Which part did you find amusing, ma'am? <laughs> so. The photos. Yeah, the photos. <laughs> always, oh. Yeah, that's, that's usually what they're laughing at. Yeah, every, that's just the way it goes. Every picture tells a story. Right? <laughs> well, you just you know, like I said it before, you got to find the background. Let the photo happen, girl. Yeah. What's yeah. Your, what's your You're cho- welcome. What's your chosen background? My deck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my dock. Yeah. I wish you could. It, never mind. I'm yeah. going to be sad to leave this deck tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it sound so much worse than your accent? <laughs> The English make everything better. Or Somebody worse. at the FCC is going to have their hand on the button. <laughs> they're like, like, did he? Wait, did, no, rewind. Did he? Don't rewind. Don't rewind. Rewind. rewind it. Rewind it. Yeah. I, I was excited to go home for a um, Trader Joe's chicken curry. Now I'm not so. <laughs> you could bring it back. Yeah, you just come back here. I could. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Um, Oh, we ha- how, how we have grown uh, from my, my humble kitchen to uh, lovely Drivers Club, which we will be back at, to this wonderful temporary uh, dock studio. So, yeah. <laughs> deck dock studio. So. Oh, there's the ducks. There's our ducks. The ducks are back. Rain City Supercars has their own ducks. <laughs> We've got our ducks in a row, as you say. So, yeah. It's been kind of a lot of nature in this episode, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 bald eagles, and hope, thankfully not at the same time as the ducks. <laughs> so. No, I don't. Well, you know what they say, Carl. If it floats, flies. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, this episode of Rain City Supercars is over. I'm, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive. <laughs>